You are listening to I Love the Holy Ghost with Dr. Pat Harrison. Have you ever noticed that when you're in a place that's all cluttered and, and in a mess and you're trying to learn or you're trying to do work, that everything is just in an upheaval? You can't seem to get anything done. Uh, you get frustrated. Strife comes in. It's the same way in the home. If that woman is not walking in love and purposed in her heart that she is a love person and she will see that her home runs smoothly, that everything is neat and in order and cleanliness is there, there's no room then for, for upsets and for disgusting situations because you have done what you should do to see that that doesn't come about. And like I say, these are very practical things and very simple things, but this is where we live on a day-to-day -day basis. And I know there are many of you here that are older than me, age-wise and older than me in the Lord. And I praise God for that because the Word says that we are to be taught by those that are older than us in the Lord. And we can learn something from that. But at the same time, there are those here that are younger than me. And anything that I can share that would be of value of, to you, that you can learn and that you can see how to appropriate it into your life and into your home, then, then I will feel good because then you won't have to go through some of the things that I went through. You can just immediately put the word to work and you won't have to have some of the sad experiences that some of, some of us have had by learning by our mistakes. <laughs> but we just give you the word and let you see how it worked for us and therefore you can just begin to work with the word and in love and you won't have to experience those ugly things that are not desirable. But you will always have an ideal harmony in your home. Always. And it isn't always easy. It isn't always easy. But if you do your part every morning, see, it begins in the morning when you first awaken and I'm not placing myself an example, but I'm just showing you how the Lord shared with me and it makes it easier for me. Before I ever get out of bed, you know what the first thing I do? The very first thing I do when I awaken is I begin to love my Father. Praise my Father. Worship Him. Move into that area of His presence. Therefore, I've received my love for the day. <laughs> and then I can go forth refreshed. And then as I bound out of bed and whatever I've got to do, the whole time I'm praying in the Spirit, building myself up, letting the love of God be shed abroad in my heart by the Holy Spirit so that I can be prepared, so that my spirit is alive, so that my spirit is aware of the Holy Spirit. So that way, anything that I am to encounter that day, I'm ready for my spirit immediately knows, hey, I prayed about that this morning. No, you don't. <laughs> you can't come in here. You can't do that. See, you've already done the work immediately when something begins to happen. Then all you have to do is listen to your spirit and say, hey, I've already taken care of that. And just begin to praise the Lord. Then I go about and I have my own personal confessions that I make. I know there's a lot of people that get other things that seem to be 
that have helped other people. And that's fine if you're a baby Christian and, and you're just learning in these areas and you know that helps so-and-so and so I'm going to use that. But the more you mature, the more you should have your own confessions from the Word of what you desire and what you need and what will be helpful in your home, in your situations. And there are certain things that I always confess. The first thing that I always confess is the love chapter simply because that is what God has asked me to share one with the other. So I have to keep that ever, ever, ever present within me. And the only way I can do it is confessing the scriptures on love so that I am aware of them, so that they are a part of my spirit. So immediately when the opportunity presents itself, rather than reacting in, in the flesh or the mental, I speak forth the word. And therefore, I can walk in love, and I can react in love. It's a daily thing, a daily growing thing, just as our faith is a daily growing thing. The more words you learn on that subject, and the more you exercise it, the higher heights of that you grow to. It's that way in faith, it's that way in love, it's that way in health and healing, it's that way in prosperity. But before any of these, we have to have love because they all work by love because that is God and he is first. And when we recognize that, it'll be a lot easier to understand love, understand who love is and how it operates and the nature of it and just flow in it. Um, one day when I was praying before I was going to speak and, and I was speaking in a place that I was aware that there were a lot of difficult situations and as a result there had been a lot of walls put up, you know, where that it seemed like the people were so hard and it seemed like that they were just waiting to see what you were going to say, you know, that, would, uh, that they could catch you on, you know. And I said, Father, you know, all I can do is just share that which you've given to me. And I'll gladly do that because I always want to be willing and obedient to what the Father has said. They go together. It says the willing and the obedient shall eat the good of the land. And there's many times we've been obedient, but we were not willing and wondered why we were not eating the good of the land. Well, they go together, willing and obedient. And I said, Father, I'm willing and obedient because I want to do what I can in any area that I can to help these people because you have asked me to come here, therefore you will give me the ability and the right words to say to do that very thing. And I said, Father, help me. Give me an example or help me in some way to be able to express how important having love first before anything else, give me an example to express how important that is. And then I just began to pray in the Spirit, and then there was just a real quiet that came over me and a real hush, and I was just sitting there in the presence of the Lord, and this is what He gave me. And I could say it out how He gave me, but I wrote it down, so I, and I, so I usually read it. 
Therefore, it's word for word exactly what he said to me. And he said, when you are born again and spirit-filled, you have within you the Trinity, God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit the power. You have those three, the Trinity, living within your spirit. And he said, because God is love, well, he said, because I am love, then love flows, love flowing through you is me expressing myself through you. So, he said then, when you damn that love up or hinder it from flowing freely as it should, then Jesus, who is the Word, and the Holy Spirit, the power, do not function properly because they are governed by love. And I said, say that again. <laughs> I mean, that just really hit me, you know, because here I was, and I had been teaching this for quite some time, and I had said that in an essence, but for him to say it so clearly, so profoundly, one, two, three, it ministered to me so beautifully, but yet it was so simple. So very simple. And he said, when you are born again in spirit filled, you have the Trinity living within you. God the Father, Jesus the Word, and the Holy Spirit the power. And that love flowing through you is God expressing himself through you. And if you're not letting that love flow through you, if you've got it all damned up inside you because of unforgiveness, bitterness, something somebody said that in front of them you said, well, I forgive you, and then when you turned away, but I won't forget it, you know, that's still there. And all these little impurities dam up that love and cause it from flowing, just like a free-flowing stream. Have you ever been in the mountains and seen just a clear, clear spring flowing down? And you can follow it down, and it goes down into a little creek or a little river that's flowing, and it's so clean and pure and clear and so beautiful. And then you walk a little way, and all of a sudden a tree has fallen over, or a lot of rubbish has caught it up, where that it cannot flow free anymore, and it becomes all stagnant and green, and it's so ugly, and it stinks. It's terrible. That's how the flow of the love in our spirit becomes when we dam up that love with these little impurities. Those impurities cause the love of God to be stagnant within us. Therefore, Jesus the Word and the Holy Spirit the power cannot function as they should because they're governed by love because they're governed by love. So, we need to realize that if we're not letting that function through us like that, then that trinity within us is not in ideal harmony. So how can we expect anything else around us to be in ideal harmony? If that within us we're not allowing to be in ideal harmony, then out here we certainly are not going to have that ideal harmony. It is a personal thing on a one-to-one -one basis, on a one-to-one -one relationship. Yet, because we're in a family, it still flows out one to the other and builds a bond that cannot be broken. 
in many areas, in many, many areas, that is what has got to be done. The children of God have to realize that that love is what is going to bring the unity. That love is what's going to bring the ideal harmony. And then when that ideal harmony is there, then the supernatural can flow freely as it should. And there, then there will begin to be those supernatural things in their presence. And then as those supernatural things are usher, ushered forth, it says that those type of things are a sign unto the believer. Then they will come in. Then you will have that harvest flowing in your area. But it all begins with love, flowing freely and purely. Not a performance love, but a free, pure love. In 1 Peter, in the fourth chapter, it talks a little bit about that pure, intense love. In the eighth verse, it says, above all things, there we have that again, above all things, before anything else, have intense, or another word for intense is fervent, have fervent and unfailing love for one another. For love covers a multitude of sins, forgives and disregards the offenses of others. First of all, have a fervent, intense love. And I began to look up that word intense, and it gave me the word fervent. And when I looked up fervent, it gave me quite heated. So I began to, to get into that, you know, and I thought, quite heated. And I was sharing this with a, a, a friend of mine, a friend of mine's father, he says, I want to tell you something. He said, do you know, he says, I know this because I've worked with metals and all this type of thing. And he said, do you know in melting metals together to form them like you want them or whatever you want to do with them, it doesn't take a lot of heat until you get to gold. Because it is the most pure metal there is, then it takes a white, heated, intense fire to melt that gold for you to be able to form it like you want it. And I could see it immediately that that love, because it is so pure, then it must be within us in a white heated, intense fervency to flow forth in its purity so that the pureness of it can flow forth and it can be molded in you and in those that it comes in contact with, in its pureness within you. Praise God. <laughs> Praise God for that love because of its pureness, the purity of it. So let's make sure that our love is with a white heated intensity flowing forth so that it reaches out to the ones that we come in contact with, that it will mold and flow into them and change them. And that purity within them will bring them up to higher heights and higher levels and a stronger desire to have that love flowing through them as it should. We cannot expect
expect to reach out way, way out beyond ourselves if we're not reaching one into the other. We cannot. Because it says right there that if you don't have that intense, fervent, fervent unloving, white-heated love within you, then you won't be able to cover those sins that you see of others. You will see that. But if that love and its intensity is flowing through you, you will immediately ask for their forgiveness. Say, Father, I know their hearts. I know they love you. They are sincere before you. And I'm praying for them and asking forgiveness for them. We can do that one into the other, one for the other. And that is that love working in its fervency within us. That even though for a moment we may see, hey, that's wrong, but immediately see that the love of God is flowing in me and covering them with that love and praying for them, then it will go no further. It will go no further. But if we're not exercising that love, and we're not aware of the love within us, and we're not letting that love flow through us in its intensity, then we will immediately get caught up with that circumstance, with what is happening, and we will have to just tell somebody. That not only opens the door uh, for the enemy, for that person, but it opens the door for the enemy to work on you, too. See, you no matter how you work it, whether you work it like God intended for you to, or you work it the opposite, it still has that law in, in, in working for us. The law of action and reaction. If we're flowing in that love, and we're letting that love cover, and it's a white, heated, fervent, intense love that is covering everything that we come in contact with, therefore it's just pushed to the side and we keep flowing in that pureness, then that's going to be returned unto us and the same thing will happen to us. It just keeps coming back and coming back and coming back. But if we don't, if we're going to the opposite and we're not letting that work and we begin to see this and we begin to see that and we begin to talk that, then we will begin to receive <laughs> the same thing. See, it's just like they said this morning. It's not always the enemy. <laughs> we deceive ourselves. We are self-deluded and self-deceived so many times. Let's purpose in our heart that we're going to be diligent to always be motivated and governed by love. Always. You know why? Because love makes faith the dominating force in our life. Love makes faith the dominating force in our life. And it will be a dominating creative force that will work, that will grow, and that will do 
that which it is required to do. And when love is ruling you, then you never have to try to believe. You never have to try to have faith because the very mention of the word love, the very mention of the word love suggests faith. Why? Because God is love and God is a faith God. And love flowing through us, free and pure, makes our faith limitless because we're letting God govern us, our love govern us, and love governing us makes our faith limitless. To me, there's not anything more desirable than to have your faith working in you limitless. But the only way it's going to be that way is love working through you and flowing through you in that high-intensity, fervent way that it should to bring forth the results immediately, to always, always speak forth the word, always speak forth out of love, always reaching out with your hand extended out in love, letting it just pour off of you one unto the other, helping in whatever you can do. That is walking in love at all times. That is letting it mature and growing you to a bond that cannot be broken, that cannot be moved, that cannot be shaken, but that is strong and firm and pure and clean. And to me, the easiest way to keep it ever before us and the easiest way to always be aware of the love and be aware of what it should be and how it should be working is to pray the love prayer. I pray the love prayer. Now, our ladies group at the church is founded on this. And the first meeting that we had, I shared this scripture. We confessed it one for the other. We prayed it one for the other, I should say, and then we confessed it in a confession for ourselves. And I said to them, remember that this group is founded on love and therefore, I expect it to always flow. And do you know we have not had a meeting that that love is not flowing? Because we based it on that. Thank you for listening to I Love the Holy Ghost with Dr. Pat Harrison. For more information, go to patharrisonministries.org.